if you build it, I will come. Or something like that. I don't know what the heck's going on. This is Greenberg at the Movies, and we're talking sports movies. Sports, 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 sports. So, if you've been listening to the other podcasts, you know that I've been going through... A list that I created back in July of 2018. We are now in the year 2023, not to date this podcast, but I gotta date something. I mean, come on, nobody wants to date me. What's the problem? Why does no one want to date me? So, uh, yeah, we went over the top five comedies. We went over, I don't know what the fuck we went over. I, I forget. I don't know where I am. I think we went over action movies and 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 we went over comedy. So yeah, I promised sports movies, and let's head to this list. All right, so number five on my list for greatest sports movies, I had Basketball, which is the movie starring Matt Stone and Trey Parker of South Park fame. Now, you know, it's clearly. Is is a sentimental movie for me. Is this movie, you know, gonna win any Academy Awards? Is it is it for everybody? No, but you gotta understand, when I saw this movie, I was a 10, 11 year old kid, and it just hit every single beat that needed to be hit for somebody my age. It had all that same humor that I loved from South Park, but in live action. It also is directed by the same guys that directed Airplane, and it's written by those guys. So it's got that sense of comedy that we did talk about a comedy movies a few weeks ago. I mentioned how just comedies are dead, and they definitely don't make movies like that anymore. They don't make Airplane and and Naked Gun type films. And Basketball took that genre and blended it with the South Park genre. So you have... The rude and crudeness of Matt and Trey mixed with, you know, the classic slapstick of the Zuckers who, who, you know, made this movie. So, I love this movie. I don't know if it would be in my top five uh, in 2023. I would really need to evaluate this list further on, and that's exactly what we're going to do. Yeah, because, like, for instance, I I didn't want to repeat films in different categories, so, in my drama category, spoiler alert, I did have Rocky there. So, like, that eliminates Rocky. Rocky can't be a sports movie because I didn't want to just have Rocky in two categories. I want to spread everything out. So, yeah, maybe basketball would stay here based on that same criteria. Let's Let's continue. I'll have to also think of some other sports movies and maybe some other things that have come out in the five years since. And just to wrap things up on basketball, if you haven't seen the movie, I definitely recommend checking all these movies out. But the basic plot of basketball is these two guys, they create a sport. Uh, they're, they're just kind of down on their luck in their 30s. They, they haven't really achieved what they wanted to achieve when they were growing up. And they just go out there and just fucking do it. They just do it. And that's pretty inspiring as somebody that is in their 30s and hasn't achieved really anything and is starting a podcast and trying to make a YouTube channel and do things uh, that I've dreamed of doing. Not that I dreamed of doing YouTube, but I always always have dreamed of creating stuff. So, yeah, it's kind of inspiring in that sense. Uh, They create this sport basketball, which combines basketball and 
baseball. And it's actually something I've played before with uh, a couple of my friends. I remember playing it with my brother, you know, after watching the movie. We used to have illegal pay-per-view. And this is one of those early movies when we got the illegal pay-per-view that would just constantly be played. And we must have seen the movie a hundred times. Then we eventually got it on VHS and then uh, I have it on DVD. I'm a big supporter of the, you know, the whole crew that made this film. So... Uh, definitely check it out. It's not your typical sports movie, but it's got it's got the elements that make a good sports movie. It's got some fun cameos in it, some funny music. I just smashed my hand on a desk. So, yeah, check it out. Basketball. One of my favorite sports movies of all time. We'll see if it maintains its position in the fifth slot. When I created this list back in 2018, a lot of things have changed in my life in just five years. So we'll see where basketball lands at the end of this podcast when we reevaluate. So number four on this list, I just really, I've really picked some dumb movies. Because there are some like real tearjerker, inspirational sports movies. And I picked the dumbest of the dumb when it comes to sports movies. I didn't pick anything like The Natural. And I love The Natural. I didn't pick, you know... Remember the Titans. I know a lot of people like that movie from my generation. You also have to understand my generation, not the song by Limp Bizkit or by The Who. I'm just talking about who I am. You know, I was born in 1988, so, you know, I'm not going to remember movies from the 40s. You know, win one from the Gipper. Like, I never saw that fucking movie. So, number four on my list is Waterboy. I fucking love the Waterboy. Bobby Boucher is such a funny character. Uh, it has one of the funniest scenes in the history of film. I'll, I'll fucking say it. I don't care. There's a scene where where uh, Coach Klein, played brilliantly by Henry Winkler, is so upset. He's in his office, and he's saying, I cried, I cried, I cried like a 10-year-old girl. And then he throws, I don't know what he throws. It looks like a baseball. He throws a baseball out a window. And it hits the character of Colonel Sanders, who's the teacher, in the head. And he makes this sound like, yeah! I rewound that scene 433 times on my VHS copy of The Waterboy. That is just, it's one of those scenes that just stands out to me. And, you know, The Waterboy is a dumb movie. It is dumb. I'm not ashamed to say it. Basketball is also a dumb movie, but I'm a simple man. You clearly know this if you've listened to any of the other podcasts that I've put out there. So I don't really need much depth to a lot of movies. I just need a simple story that I can follow. And the story of the water boy, it doesn't get much more simpler than that. And there was, you know, a four or five year run that me and my dad went to every single Adam Sandler movie. And, you know, my dad passed away in 2002. And I'm curious what he would have thought of Adam Sandler's career, you know, moving forward. Because, you know, he just caught the glory years. He didn't get to see the Jack and Jills and the grown-ups. He, he got to see all of Sandler's glorious, you know, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Waterboy, Wedding Singer run. And we saw all those movies in theaters. And I remember seeing Waterboy in theaters and, and coming to school that Monday, because we saw it on a Friday, and just was raving about it. I remember that next Friday, not the movie next Friday, uh, the the following Friday, we had to give 
Uh, I guess we, like, wrote in a journal and we shared it in class, like, what you did that week. And I remember writing a story uh, telling the tale of seeing the water boy in theaters. It's, it's a fun one, man. Again, I don't necessarily need uh, something that's going to make me cry when it comes to a sports movie. But there is emotion in this movie. There really is. You know, majority of the movie is laugh-out-loud comedy, but you feel bad for the character of Bobby Boucher. Again, I'm going to briefly summarize what the movie's about, but that's not really what this podcast is about. Just sort of giving my opinions on the movies. But maybe somebody has never heard of The Waterboy. Maybe they're just a fucking moron and have no idea what the movie's about and has been completely living under a rock. I mean, if you've listened to, what are we, eight minutes into this podcast and you have no idea what The Waterboy is, do yourself a favor. And, uh, you know what, I don't even know what you could say on podcasts. I just don't know. I don't want to get canceled. I'm trying my darndest. So, yeah, the water boy, he's a water boy. He, he's a water boy for a football team, and he has a lot of pent-up rage inside of him. And one day, he just snaps. He gets fired from his job, and he eventually, you know, becomes a water boy for another football team. And, and, and the coach, Coach Klein, sees the rage in Bobby, and he thinks, hey, man, I could utilize this guy I think for for my football team that is just terrible. So what he does is he he sort of guides him to become a football player. This is a guy who has never played anything athletic. The only form of athleticism that he's interested in is pro wrestling. And, and there's another movie with great cameos, The Giant uh, or Paul White or The Big Show, however you know him, professional wrestler. Uh, plays Captain Insano. And there's some other fun cameos in this movie. Lawrence Taylor. You know, if you're a, a New York sports fan like I am, of course you know LT. Who also main evented a WrestleMania, just like the big show. Uh, yeah, this movie. And I hate, I don't know how to fucking talk sometimes. You just keep on saying, ah, this movie. Eh, meh, 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 meh. Does anyone even like what I'm fucking saying? Does anyone care? Is anyone listening? Has anybody even gotten through 10 minutes? We're 10 minutes and change with this podcast. Are people still here? Waterboy's good. What else do you want to fucking hear? It's got some laugh out loud moments. It's got heart. It's got a fun ensemble cast, you know, everybody on the team, involved in the team, whether it's the assistant coach or the, the enemies, you know, the, the, the rival uh, football team or, you know, the, the quarterback that doesn't like him. Yeah, I'm a water boy, I got a wooden spoon. And then uh, the assistant coach, yeah, move Now I'm just naming characters in the movie. It's a good movie, water boy. You know, I was at the edge of my seat at the, when I was watching this movie as a kid. Is Bobby going to make it in time, uh, you know, to help the Mud Dogs win the Bourbon Bowl? And he does. And then he plays quarterback at the end. Spoiler alert. Phenomenal movie. Bobby Boucher might be the greatest athlete in all of movies. All right, let's continue the list. Greatest sports movies of all time. Number three, I have the Mighty Ducks. Now, this one is probably the most nostalgic for me. You know, before we stole movies through illegal pay-per-view, we would steal movies from Blockbuster. Basically, what we would do is we would rent the movie and we had two VCRs. I'm not sure actually how it was done, but we had two VCRs and then we would, like, tape 
the tape, off of the tape, off of the... I don't, I don't know the science behind it. But we would just, like, rent movies and then somehow burn them onto a VHS tape. So we had a version of Mighty Ducks, you know, burned off of uh, a copy that we got from Blockbuster back in the day. So the, there's, like, two schools of thought when it comes to early 90s sports movies involving kids. You know, people either like The Sandlot more or they like The Mighty Ducks more. I've always been more of a Mighty Mighty Ducks fan. Now, I'm a, I'm a bigger baseball fan than I am a hockey fan, but I just grew up with The Mighty Ducks. The 90s, the early 90s was great for kids' movies with sports. You had The Sandlot, which is another phenomenal movie. It didn't make my list. You have Rookie of the Year, which is great. You have Angels in the Outfield. There was another one called Little Big League. There was the Little Giants. was such a good sports movie. I don't know, man. Little Giants might have to make it on this list. I don't know. That might have to kick off Waterboy or Basketball. We'll see. We're going to do the evaluation at the end. But, yeah, when you're a kid, and, you know, I was a little younger than the kids in this movie when I first watched it. Uh, you know, the youngest kids are probably 9, 10 years old. I watched this movie when I was 4 or 5 years old. But when you're that age, you look up to those older kids. You, you know, you want to be those kids. And you're jealous of how cool they are. They get to play ice hockey and they get to meet NHL players. And Emilio Estevez is their friend. Coach Bombay, one of the, uh, the, the greatest coaches, I think, in sports movie history. You know, he's not your, you got to give your typical, like, motivational speech. He's a different type of coach. This is very similar to a movie that I watched recently, probably within the last five years, that I never watched growing up, which is Bad News Bears. And, you know, if I grew up in a different era, Bad News Bears would definitely be on my list because that movie was amazing with Walter Matthau. And it's sort of taking that same formula of a ragtag group of kids that don't have a leader, they don't have a coach, and they're given this coach who's kind of a piece of shit. He's an alcoholic. Uh, coach Bombay in this movie, I think he gets a DUI, and then he's sentenced to, like, charity work. He has to do this, you know, community service sort of thing and teach these kids uh, to play hockey. He was once a former great child prodigy hockey player, and I think an injury took place. I haven't seen the movie in a very long time. But an injury took place, if I'm not mistaken. And he never followed through with that. Uh, I didn't see this one in theaters. I did see the sequel in theaters, Mighty Ducks 2, which I loved. And I was all in on hockey after that movie. I was so invested in hockey in the mid-90s with Gretzky and Lemieux and Yager. And uh, all those great players from that decade. I've said it before, and I'll say it a million times. A child actor can ruin a movie. You could take something that could be average and make it really shitty if the child performance is bad. But then it can also elevate something to a higher level. And when you have an ensemble group of kids, that could be a very tricky situation because, you know, child actors, they're just not as experienced. But I think what makes this movie so good... The kids are very good in it, but it just comes across like they're just hanging out. It doesn't come across like a typical Disney type of movie, because this is a Disney movie. Uh, it doesn't come across that. It comes across as I remember the early 90s being. I remember 
people dressing like that and talking like that and there's some vulgarity to it and these kids aren't you know typical Disney kids they're they're there's a fat kid there's uh you know a couple of black kids and it doesn't come across like it's forced you know if you watch modern Disney stuff it comes across like okay we need to hit this quota we need to get this race we need to get that race we need to do this we need to do that to please all you know our shareholders no when this was done in the 90s it was done from a place of sincerity you know this didn't come across in you know and watching it as an adult you could tell i could tell i'm a very jaded human being I'm able to look back at a movie like Mighty Ducks, which I probably watched five or six years ago. I remember, like, thinking while watching this movie, this just seems natural. This seems like these kids would be hanging out with one another. It doesn't come across like one of these modern Disney movies where they're just forcing stuff. It doesn't come across force. And I think kids can see right through that sort of stuff. Kids are a lot smarter than people give them credit and, and, and I think as a kid, maybe subconsciously, I thought in my head, okay, this just seems like my group of friends. I had a diverse group of friends growing up uh, when, when I was, you know, in fourth, fifth grade as well. So I, I think that is something that has held this movie up over time. And there are some risque jokes. I'm, there's the Oreo line, which is a hockey line. You know, you send out a line and they have... They call it literally the Oreo line because it's a black kid, a white kid, and another black kid. And this is in a Disney movie. And when we were growing up, I, I hate to say, oh, this generation today is very soft. They are. They are. There's no way that joke would make it in a Disney movie today. But back then, we we didn't give a shit. We just didn't. We, we embraced that sort of humor and... I think that is why I am the way I am because of movies like the Mighty Ducks shaping me and they could have went a different route with the ending of the movie if you notice all three of these movies that I've mentioned and uh, the, f the four of them actually all end with the team that you're rooting for the player that you're rooting for winning it ends with them winning. And I'm not always the biggest fan of that. If I remember correctly, in Bad News Bears, they don't win. If I'm not mistaken, I believe they lose. And in Rocky, obviously, famously, he doesn't win. He goes the distance. I think that could be the only flaw. I don't know. I, I actually don't know. It is a kid's movie. It could go different ways. You know, you could teach the lesson of winning isn't necessarily everything so they could have went that route but also you know you want to leave the theater happy so i actually i don't have an issue with them you know winning the championship at the end mighty ducks tremendous definite must watch if you have younger kids or you have like a younger brother or sister uh this is a movie unlike i think the other two movies where don't be afraid to show younger kids. It is, it is, although a little raunchy at times compared to, you know, the cookie cutter Disney stuff you get today. Uh, it's harmless, harmless fun. Number two on my list is Field of Dreams. And I mentioned that my dad passed away. And if you know anything about Field of Dreams, it's a very, you know, emotional movie. I think for anybody that lost a parent, especially one that you would play baseball with. I remember going in the front yard and, 
and playing catch with my dad. And at the end of this movie, when he asks his dad to play catch, spoiler alert, I cry every single time. I saw this movie in theaters for its 30th anniversary. Not a dry eye in the entire theater. This movie is the least sports movie of all these sports movies. In fact, a few days ago, I actually had a dream that I visited the uh, the actual farm that this movie was filmed at. And it is there. If you actually you know want to visit it, it is an actual baseball field. And they have played Major League Baseball games there the last couple of seasons, which is awesome. I think if the Mets ever go there, I'm taking a trip. Taking a trip to Iowa. So... Yeah, this, this isn't really like those other movies that we've been talking about because it's not about a team. It's about a man going on a journey. He builds a baseball field in his cornfield, and he does this because he hears a vision in his head, or he hears, you don't hear a vision, you see a vision. He hears a voice in his head. If you build it, he will come. And it's just sort of a mystery. Like, what what the fuck is this voice? Who is this? Who is coming? Is this a porno? Is someone going to come? And then, I don't want to give too much away for this movie. But, yeah, it's sort of like a road trip. He, go, he goes to places. He meets people that he needs to meet. He finds out, okay, oh, this author. I got to meet this author. Oh, this doctor. Oh, my God, who is this guy? And then, by the time you get to the end of this movie... Uh, Field of Dreams is my favorite sports movie. I, I I know I have it at number two on this list. And this is a movie I think I watched when I was young. I vaguely remember watching this movie. And then we turned it off and we watched Married with Children. You know, the Al Bundy show. Uh, I have a very vague memory of doing that in the early 90s. But this is a movie unlike the other movies that I really didn't get into until later on in my life. And I've only seen it. It's definitely the movie I've seen the least out of these five movies. But it hits hard. It hits hard. Kevin Costner's great in it. Ray Liotta's great in it. God rest his soul. Uh, James Earl Jones. Uh, I, I think it's his best performance in anything. I haven't seen all of James Earl Jones's filmography, but out of the ten movies I've seen of his... Uh, I think this is his best thing. The speech he gives at the end. Baseball, Ray. Baseball. Yeah. Feel the dreams. A must watch. I think above all these movies, it is it is the best. Uh, number one on the list, though, that I did have is Major League. And it's such just, just such a different movie. <coughs> I'm coughing. I, I can edit the cough out. I'm not going to edit the cough out. Major League is it's just... It's just so different than, than Field of Dreams. It's more in line like the Mighty Ducks when it's a ragtag group of people uh, where nobody thinks that they could win. Uh, it's a baseball movie if you didn't fucking get it. You know, Major League. Uh, the Cleveland Indians who aren't even a team anymore because, you know, uh, it's, it's offensive. So now they are the Guardians. That's another story for another day. But, yeah. I think... What makes a lot of these movies, all of these movies, in fact, is that ensemble cast. That's very important. You can't just have one guy stand out with a sports movie because it's a team. 
it's a team. And if you just have one guy you're rooting for and the other guys, eh, I don't care about that guy. I don't care about that guy. That guy's cool, though. Can he be on the screen all the time? In this movie, okay, if they're focusing on Tom Berenger's character, you know, Jake and his love life and, you know, him trying to fall back in love uh, with his ex, I'm invested in that. Or if it's doing more of the goofy stuff with Willie Mays Hayes or Dorn or, you know, the standout. I think when everybody thinks of this movie, they think of Charlie Sheen, Wild Thing, Ricky Vaughn. It doesn't matter. You know, if it's the manager, Lou. Let's win the whole fucking thing. That's the beauty of Major League. It's got, it starts off with a Randy Newman song. So already there, you got me hooked. Burn on, big river, burn on. It's the most sports movie of these sports movies. It focuses heavily on the the on-field stuff, but you also have the romance. You have the comedy. It is a funny movie. It is. It has some of those lines that I just constantly am repeating. You know... Whenever I'm at a baseball game or watching a baseball game, someone has a shitty pitch, you say, just a bit outside. Or if someone hits a, a home run and, and, and they, they just, you know, no chance in hell of somebody catching it, I, I say, he's going to need a rocket up his ass to get that one. Or if somebody hits a home run and you're in the stand, you say, oh, it's too high, it's too high. I'm constantly quoting this movie. Uh, out of all five of these, it is certainly the most quotable. I have a shrine in my bedroom to Major League. I have the little Joe Boo. That, that, that's another character, Serrano. Joe Boo, hats for bats. And then the, uh, the, the grizzled old pitcher, I forget his name. Are you saying Jesus Christ couldn't hit a curveball? It's very difficult. The more I think about it, the more I like Major League. I don't know, man. I don't know. I might keep Major League One. They're just so different. They're such different movies. It depends what mood you're in. If you want to... I'm going to make them 1A and 1B. I'm copping out. And that way I can add little giants to the list. All right, fuck it. Let's finalize it right now. Number five on the list, I'm making basketball. On number four, I am going to put the little giants there. And right behind it, I will put the mighty ducks... Hold on, hold on. Let me fucking reevaluate this. Let's, let's, let me count. How many? So, technically, we're going to have six. We're going to have six. I don't care. It's my list. My top five is six movies. Because I can't say Major League is better than Field of Dreams and vice versa. So, number five, I will have Basketball. Number four, I will have The Little Giants. Is Basketball, I don't know. Is Basketball better? Fuck! Okay. Number five, I'm going to have Little Giants. Four, I will have Basketball. Three, I will have The Water Boy. Two, I will have The Mighty Ducks. And 1A and 1B will be Field of Dreams and Major League. And that is Top 5 Sports Movies. It's six, but who cares? All right, we'll be back. I don't know when I'm releasing the next podcast. That'll come out sometime. Bye!